Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's Thursday. Cuddly Dudley has blown through the village, tipped over a patio chair, um, and brought down a massive brunch. Now, the bin gods that I think I angered, I gave up with the green bin. I brought it in because I had to put the black one out, and then something happened. So I went back in the house, and then my husband came in shortly afterwards and a massive branch had come off of the tree at the front of the garden and landed where I had been walking. So whilst I have angered the Bengals, um, there is someone up there looking out for me. Uh, so happy days on that front, but let's see what evil Eunice has in store for us all. I hope you are safe and well wherever you are. So let's see what's been going on in the wider village apart from what's been going on in my back and front gardens. No euphemism there, you dirty people. Um, does anybody collect old fridge freezers uh, on here? <laughs> Someone on Facebook that collects them. I am a collector of old fridge freezers. I've got a 1920s, which is brilliant. Um, come and get your nails done. Is there anyone local and not overpriced? who could fix a tumble dryer. Now we would all hope that we're not gonna be, you know, charged a lot of money. Um, you could reply saying, I'm local, but I am overpriced. What do you want more? The convenience of me being nearby or saving some money? So is that, uh, what's this? Mm, chicken night, I don't know what this is. This is a new cookery thing that's on offer. Maybe a takeaway. I have no idea where they are. Okay, um, there's a 5k, it's muddy and slippery, you are not kidding me, oh my god, I mean basically it's been like walking on two tea trays, so there you are, I think that's enough of that isn't it, um, there's a new food person, someone wants their tumble repaired but not by an overpriced repairer, thank you very much, and um, if you've got an old fridge freezer, someone will come and collect it but there is a disposal fee. So today, um, dipping into Reasons to be Cheerful Part 1, this is about careers and um, it's quite timely because I'm doing Season 2 of my other podcast, which is called University Challenged, which features the stories of people that have not gone to uni but have gone on to have really interesting careers. It's not anti-university, it's more a case of saying some people can't access it, some people can't afford to go, some people don't want to go, but that shouldn't get in the way of you doing a job that you enjoy. So that's enough of that, let's get on with this. Within my group of friends, colleagues and family are people with an incredible array of skills and professions. I know teachers, roofers, a journalist, photographers and producers. I know small business owners and corporate vice presidents, mothers of five who work and stay at home fathers. I know someone who has acted at the Edinburgh Fringe on more than one occasion, Kate. Uh, mums with degrees in Japanese and mathematics and dyslexic people who didn't excel at school but have gone on to be hugely successful in business. If you want to check out that story, uh, go. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, my friend Sean, um, incredible life story um, so far, so far. But yeah, dyslexic and has gone on to build a very successful business. Please and thank you. 
And where their skills and career choices may differ wildly, they all have at least one thing in common, just 24 hours in a day and a choice on what to do with that time. This thought was prompted by an email I received a few weeks ago via LinkedIn that casually informed me that one of my friends had a new job. He's now a clinical scientist and today he's a chief scientific officer. Mm -hmm. I got in touch with him to say congratulations and express my delight that I now know, <laughs> true, I know lots of scientists now. The place that I live, it's full of science people. They're all doctors, but not medical doctors. You have to make sure you get that right. Um, yeah, science people everywhere. His reply to me was, thanks. It only took 10 years of studying and a further 10 years at work to get there. I started thinking about how other friends had got to where they are. The ones who followed their calling into journalism, photography and production did not fall into their jobs. I remember the years of them being skint and slogging their guts out at the bottom of their professions. The corporate VP works until 11pm, often later, much later than that, uh, every night because she's driven by wanting to be able to offer her children every possible opportunity. My brother can take me on a tour of the houses that are watertight because he spent years on building sites learning how to put up roofs. Then there are those that volunteer hours of their time to preschools, scout groups and charities because they want to pass on skills for life, motivate children and directly improve the lives of others. These are focused people who have put in years of effort because they have a clear picture of where they want to get to and what they want to achieve. So I will follow their examples and make sure that I am dedicating proper time to what I want to achieve. Their success reminds me that you only get out what you put in. But as... Um, MC Neat says, you need a little bit of luck too. <laughs> With a little bit of luck, we can make it through the night. So there you are, a little bit of UK garage. Um, and because I do not want my epitaph to be, she was never published because she kept watching repeats of my big fat gypsy wedding. You will now find me writing in the evening and not in front of the TV. Um, and that's fair enough. It did take me hours and hours and hours to get to the point where I could publish my first book. I've now published four. I now make most of my income. Where did we get to the other day? So about 40% of my income is from performing and 60% is from writing. Um, I ghostwrite for other people. And it took, yeah, a lot of time um, dedicating myself to that. And as it goes with this podcast, actually, turning up every day, doing it every day, I've downloaded some new software so I can have a little tinker with the audio quality um, and kind of getting out there and showing up and learning the things that I still need to learn. So, um, yeah, let's see what happens next, shall we? What do I wish for you? I first and foremost wish for you that you are safe and well as the storm comes in. And I also wish that you get some time to dedicate to pursuing something that you really, really want to do. I think that'll do for today. I'm going out for dinner with my friends tonight. I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> with women that I have watched grow in their careers and who inspire me today. So um, I will be back with you tomorrow and I hope that you stay safe from that wind. Bye bye.